this isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. I went to Vegas last weekend. Pretty crazy. Vegas, baby, Vegas! Gentlemen, welcome to Las Vegas. Why don't you give me half the money you were gonna bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. Some guys just can't handle Vegas. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 26 of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast. My name is Jeff, and welcome aboard this podcast trip to the best city on the planet, fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Area 51. We've all heard the stories and seen it depicted in movies and television. If pop culture is to be believed, Area 51 is a military installation located in the Nevada desert where the United States government conducts classified activities, including but not limited to the storage, examination and reverse engineering of crashed alien spacecraft, as well as the study of extraterrestrial beings, among other top secret government projects. But again, these are just theories. What's known for sure is that Area 51 has been used by the government for the development and flight testing of specialized stealth aircraft like the U-2 spy plane, the SR-71 Blackbird, and the F-117 Nighthawk. So, what's the Las Vegas connection to Area 51? Well, it's twofold. First off, it's a known fact that many Las Vegas residents are employed at Area 51. If you've ever been sitting at McCarran Airport, waiting for your flight home, staring out at the airplanes taking off and landing, you may have noticed a plain white Boeing 737 with a red stripe painted down the side. Those aircraft belong to Janet Airlines, the unofficial name given to the fleet of airplanes that ferry workers from Las Vegas to Area 51, along with other government installations. Secondly, Area 51 is relatively close to Las Vegas. If you're up for a day of driving, it's only about a three-hour drive out to the gates of Area 51, which is as far as you can actually go without risk of being arrested, or worse. And every year, thousands of people make the trip, hoping against all hope that they'll see something bizarre. The content for this week's episode of the podcast comes courtesy of friend of the show and fellow Las Vegas podcaster Chris Kim, the host of Faces and Aces Las Vegas. A couple of months ago, Chris had the opportunity to talk with Braden and Dan, two of the hosts of the Alien Theorists Theorizing podcast, who themselves made the trek from Las Vegas out to the gates of Area 51 this past spring. After listening to their story on Faces and Aces, I thought it might be cool to share it here on my podcast for your listening enjoyment. So, with the blessing of Chris over at Faces and Aces Las Vegas, please enjoy Alien Theorists Theorizing and their crazy adventure to Area 51. First off, it's always, before we did this podcast, I've always said that like, I want to drive the extraterrestrial highway. I don't know why, I've always just wanted to do it. So that alone, like getting to that sign was like a childhood, like I've had few joys in my adult life that like throw back to when I was younger. And that was one of them, just seeing that sign as we were coming up. Yeah. But I don't think we can start our journey if we had to rent a car first off and because we're high rollers at over <laughs> alien theorists theorizing just budget for days, like corporate cards, <laughs> mad money to burn. Yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, we rented uh, a 2017 Dodge Caravan. Oh, yeah. Wrap <laughs> of luxury, that thing. Oh, man. For roomy. That's why. You know, we could have gone some compact. We could have gone a Suburban, but, you know, we want to be discreet. Right, right. Uh, so the Dodge Caravan, uh, excellent. Right, right. So it, if any uh, feds are watching, they just think you're a van full of soccer moms. Exactly, right? We can Good hide call. under through the radar. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan drove the whole way good on him on the whole way there. Yeah, it was, um, a, it was a, a hike. Bit. I, it was longer than I thought it would, but not not too long. I think. I How long to drive? Uh, like two hours. What was it like two hours? Yeah, two and a half. Just over t- two hours, and oh. you definitely there's a little gas station. They there's like a big sign. It's like last gas for 150 ever. miles. I think. Oh yeah. You definitely want to fuel up and top up. Make sure you're all good to go before you get there. Because Load up on snacks. Head, Snacks, all that stuff, because, uh, yeah, it's a slim pickings once you get to the extraterrestrial highway. Yeah. I mean, um, is, it, is it weird driving out there? Because I know, like, you're leaving Las Vegas, there's a lot of houses and communities, but at a certain point, you're just surrounded by desert, right? Kind of looking around going, this is a really bad place for the car to break down. <laughs> it, You know, it doesn't set in right away, because when you first hit the extraterrestrial highway, you kind of turn off. There's, like, the sign you see in all the pictures, so you're like, all right, you jump out take your picture there's nice trees it's a nice looking road then you drive a couple hundred meters or i don't know what that is eight thousand miles i don't know the conversion <laughs> i think that's uh, right eight thousand miles <laughs> perfect yeah. nailed it <laughs> and you see the low the low flying caution low flying aircraft sign so you're like ah oh, damn i gotta stop take a picture of that and then shortly thereafter you run into um, we didn't even know about this. There's like a 60-foot alien statue on the side of the road, uh, and there's a little gift shop. So like right away, you're like, before you can even kind of get eerie or anything like that, you're like, you're like, oh, a tourist shop. So it kind of set the pace that I was thinking there was going to be a lot of touristy things, kind of the touristy trap, if you will. Yeah. But even that place was cool. Just tons of like X-Files stuff, uh, Alien this, alien that, everything in there. It's just a little gift shop. Alien lunchbox, alien soda. Yeah, like yeah, anything yeah. you could think of, like Area 51, you know, bumper stickers or, you know, magnets, yeah. whatever you wanted to get, they uh, they had there. Um, yeah. But we drove out there, and, and it was you, kind of a crappy day when we drove out there. It was uh, cloudy, uh, like raining gloomy. on and off. Um, really windy when we got out there. So, yeah, I, and then we passed even before we got to the... I was kind of sad because I think we went out there and they had, there was like that alien jerky place that was closed. And I I kind of wanted to see what alien jerky was, but that was, it's delicious. (laughs) I bet. Alien. Yeah. Alien tastes great. (laughs) Don't rub it. Don't rub it in (laughs) space chicken. By the way, the, what you guys were describing, like that good time, is the beginning to like an Eli Roth movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. You soon get out there and you're like, you get out in the desert and right away you're like, well, this is it. Like, this is where all this shit happens. And yeah. you're just, you kind of like come through the valley and then it starts to sink in like, we we did the, hey, what if there was a hitchhiker here? Would would you pick him up? And we're all like, hell no. Like, hell, he's on his own. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it does get eerie, especially it was like a, the clouds were hanging a little low. And yeah. you got this really weird effect on the edge of the desert when you were driving. You'd get like a blue, the blue haze kind of thing in the corner of your eyes when you turn your head. Mm. Very eerie, very eerie. The The mood instantly went to, like you said, the Eli Roth horror movie real quick after leaving the gift shop. 
that gas station stop and then you get to Rachel, Nevada, how big is the distance there? Oh, I, I, that was 45 drive, minutes, maybe? I think. That was, 45 an hour? Yeah. I thought it was half. Yeah. Okay. I can't... It, but it wasn't bad, though. Once you hit the, like, turn onto the extraterrestrial highway, like, you're... It's... it's you're excited. You're like got all this anticipation. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go into Rachel. Like I've always wanted to go to the uh, alien uh, <laughs> diner and stuff. So you're driving, you're driving, and then you come into Rachel, and you're like, oh shit, there is nothing here. Yeah, it's literally like four <laughs> trailers. It's like four. I don't know how they have a town sign. I don't even know how you label that as a town. It's it's wow. four trailers and the little alien, and that's it. So we like, of course, we're like, okay, well, we're going there. So we pull in. We must have looked like dorks. We're all wearing our alien theorists theorizing shirts. And- <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, you know they've seen worse. It's that. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. We go in there, and it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I, again, I thought I was expecting touristy, and when you get there, you're like, it's more like truck stop. <laughs> and so it's 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 like it's it's weird because it's. I don't want to use the word underwhelming because it's not. It's just so perfect. It's like you're stepping into a set of a movie when you walk in there because (laughs) you're like, oh, there is no glitz and glamour here like this. We're getting the true experience. So we go in. We they have pictures all up on the wall of um, the owners. It's an older lady and her daughter and her husband and her husband since passed away. And some of the pictures are the brothers and it shows them they're everywhere. So uh, we're looking at all the pictures. They got cool pictures of UFOs. They got cool pictures of jets. And if you look really closely, you'll find some hidden alien theorists theorizing uh, business cards now because he <laughs> stashed them everywhere. <laughs> um, so, so you go in there. It's just a little diner. They've got the old style like bar up there. And we sit down and we're going to have lunch, but we're, we're going to meet some other people. And we knew they were about 45 minutes to an hour behind us. So we're like, oh, what's on the menu here? Like, you know, it's a little diner. Let's get some pie. Right? And so you look at the, it's got like apple, you know, strawberry, cherry, and alien berry. Waitress comes and she's super nice, gives us all coffees. And she's like, what do you guys want? We're like, we want some pie, but what's in the alien berry? And she, she, she made a face right away. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Well, it's got <laughs> raisins and then pretty much like synchronized. All of us are like, no. <laughs> no we're good <laughs> and now we all ended up getting the apple pie yeah. and uh oh i think zelly got cherry i'll just i'll warn you pie is terrible don't get the pie don't go for the pie <laughs> yeah. well, well i kind of yeah i was kind of reluctant about eating anything out there just the idea of it because like there are no apple orchards out there there's no farm to table this <laughs> it's going to be canned fruit yeah. pie yeah, it's yeah. I don't know yeah. when there when yeah, when their stuff comes in because there is nothing for like a hundred miles. Uh, yeah, you know anything they get is yeah, it's definitely coming out of a can or a freezer. It's yeah, out of the freezer. Yeah, it's like bomb shelter surplus food that they're still trying to work through. <laughs> <laughs> well, Atomic apples, <laughs> corned beef hash for days. <laughs> Well, so we're sitting there, we, we eat the pie, and we're like, oh, okay, like, choke it down. <laughs> we're looking around the store, we buy some souvenirs, and now the old lady, she sells little maps. These are really good to get. They're 35 cents. They're just on a piece of paper. And she took Zelly and she wrote, she gave us all these instructions. She said, okay, if you want to go to the back gate, she drew it on the thing, like, oh, you're going to take, it's the second right when you leave here. She told us where to go, drive down the road, and she goes, when you 
start to see the gate they don't like if you're facing the gate. So she said, go towards the gate. Don't go all the way. Turn your car right around. Then she goes, get out, take your pictures, get in your van and go. Don't be stupid. And we're all like, whoa, like, okay, like, we're not going to be stupid. It's all good. Like, we're going to listen. She's like, no, 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 no. Don't be stupid. <laughs> like, Jesus. She must know. She must have heard about us or something. <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay. Like, it's all like, yeah, no, of course not. Like, we're going to be respectful. She's like, please, like, just don't be stupid. Yeah, we like, okay, we get it. And then Ryan Zell goes, did something happen or anything? And she does like the look over both shoulders, the look over both shoulders. And she goes, just don't be stupid. I can't talk about it. Just don't be stupid. And then walks into like this back little room. So we're sitting there. We're like, what the hell? Like, so we're sitting down there. We're kind of like, well, that was weird. Like, okay. Like little sketched out. No big deal. Yeah. She comes back out, but right before we're leaving and Zell goes again, he's like, what did something happen? Like, can you tell us there's something going on here? And, uh, she like, again, like does like looks over her shoulders and she goes, all right, gets a little low. And she goes on Monday, some idiot crossed the kill line and was shot and killed, uh, at the mercury gate. And ever since then, it's been, everyone's on high alert and they haven't been very friendly and just please don't be stupid. It makes it really difficult for everyone here. And we're like, Oh shit. Someone got killed. Like, wow. Like, Whoa. So right away, we're like, we're thinking like, you like bullshit. She's playing us. Like, who does she think we are? Yeah. So we, so we, we lo- just pulled it up. Like, I, I mean, you just had to Google it and looked it up. And in the local newspaper, like in the area, there was a guy who had been, well, they labeled him as, uh, what was it? Aggressively or something. He was, uh, yeah. he was running into the base or at some of the security guards, uh, holding a cylindrical object of some kind. And they shot him dead. They, Whoa. you know, apparently they had, vo- you know, they had gave him the command, you know, stop, whatever. And he just didn't. And they kept running, looking like he was going to do something. And then uh, they shot him dead. We're now we're like, we're like, oh, sh- like maybe she isn't playing with us. Right. Like, all right. Like, OK, like we're just going to drive out there. So we jump back in the Dodge Caravan, scoot out there. And now our plan is we're going to go to the back gate and then we're going to drive back and have lunch before we head back to Vegas. Now, so when we're leaving the restaurant, there's three other guys in a Dodge Caravan that are leaving just about when we are. There's the old lady, her daughter, and then what looks, what my guess is her late husband's brother who was working the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So we leave, follow her instructions, take the second right. Now we're on this dirt road. We turn right onto it. And now the whole time we're like, okay, we've never seen it. We've never seen pictures of it. So we're like, we don't want to pass any line, right? So we're we're like, we've got like eagle eyes trying to be like make sure we don't go cross any lines. Right. It's not a long drive, but the anticipation is building to see the gate. Yeah. And it's the desert, so you can see like you can see pretty far, but like, you know, just the little bits of rise and falls in the like natural landscape will yeah. like impede your vision and then you'll get to see it all open again. So around every corner, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Oh god, is that it? Yeah. Uh come around the last corner and you you now we see it like it's distinctly this is the gate 100 percent. so 
as we're driving in, I noticed that the van behind us is now following us in, right? So the other, we've got like a team of two Dodge Caravans. I don't I think they were driving a van too. Uh, it's raining. The dirt road's getting a little getting a little mucky and it, and it does get a little sloppy. So if you're going, I would recommend if the weather's looking bad, get something with 4x4. That's what I'd recommend to you right now <laughs> after Yeah, it's all gone dirt there. road. I mean, when you drive that when you turn off the main road because there's only really one road going out there after Alien Inn. It's just dirt road. Once you get to a certain point, though, like closer to the gate, as uh, you'll know you're getting there because the road kind of it kind of evens out. Like it's actually it's yeah. not too bad. It's almost like it's Ooh. paved. Apparently, they use the gate for uh, large shipments that come can't come in the front gate, so they use stuff whenever they got to bring stuff in through the back, or if it's a large shipment or something, they'll bring it in through this gate that we were going to. So when you get out there, like you get to the gate, they said, she said, take your pictures and then haul ass out of there. What are you taking pictures of? What's out there to see? The gate. <laughs> the gate. <laughs> um, it's, it's a really, like, it's funny because you're like, ah, it's just a gate. But then when you're out there, you're like, it's just cool because you're like, this is, this is where all this stuff originate like so many of the conspiracies and the stuff we do it all is shrouded in mystery right at this and if you cross that line i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah so it's it, it is a very cool experience so we dan got a little scared when he was driving he pulled off a little early to turn around and the van behind us just went zipping right up to the gate so we're like well okay well if they're going right up we'll go r- really close too so th- they pulled up and they pulled parallel to the gate. So now they're blocking the gate. So we're kind of like, she said, don't do that. And she also said, don't be stupid. So we go and we kind of pull beside them and turn around. So the car's around. Everyone's out. We're taking the pictures. It's no drone zone. You can see the cameras in the background. All the windows are tinted. So you're not sure if people are looking at you. Yeah. Well, like These the other window, guys, wait, the windows of what? Like there are buildings? There's a guardhouse yeah, there's, there. There's, there's a guardhouse yeah. at the gate. With, with like it's just pretty much got like an arm across the thing it's just got a gate lowered and there's a little okay. guardhouse and there's a couple other guard shacks or, or little kind of places probably for people to hang out when the gate is actually manned but i don't think they actually man the gate unless they have a shipment coming through well that's debatable i mean they don't put staff on the gate like in the gatehouse unless stuff is coming through <laughs> so a little precursor the fabled Area 51 security, you can recognize them because they either drive white trucks, white GMCs, white Ford F-350s, or my personal favorite, 90s-style white Jeep Grand Cherokees. Uh, (laughs) Like they're in a poison video? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. And the security team themselves is almost uh, urban legend. So these guys that we're with, the other van... They're kind of out, and I one guy got pretty close to the gate, and we're like, all right, you know what? Let's get out of here. So we walk back to our van. We jump in, and their van, they kind of jump in, and they scooch ahead of us. So now we're all driving back down the dirt road, and uh, Zell filmed a video. He was filming a big selfie. Like, we did it. We made it, like, off the bucket list. Woo, woo. And, like, as soon as he said that, I'm looking ahead, and there's just a white truck out of nowhere sitting on the side of the road. I mean, this desert, like, we should have seen it. Dan said there's some clever little impressions where he thinks that truck was probably sitting. No, not thanks. I know that's where they were. You know, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Dan knows. <laughs> At, uh, so the, the van in front of us kind of slows down for the truck and then pins it. Is 
just humming. And this road is now like a muck pit. Like it's super gross out. Yeah. The truck goes flying after the front van. So we're like, oh shit. So we're driving, trying to keep up, but we can't. It's the road's way too muddy. We're slipping all over the place. You're getting pulled into divots and they're gone. The van, like every time we come up with an impression that you can see the van and the white truck way off in the distance, like gone. <laughs> we're so muddy. We can't figure out how to turn on our back wipers. We're like, is there someone following us? We don't know. Just keep driving. Keep it steady and just keep driving. Cause we're, t- everyone said, just don't stop. Like they can't pull you over. They'll just tail you out. So we're like, okay, like just keep driving. It's all good. Like just keep driving. We come over like the last impression before you hit the highway again. Yeah. And we can see the van turning on the highway and the white truck is gone. Nowhere to be seen. Don't know where it is. So we're like, well, that's weird. Like, where did it go? We're kind of looking now. There's a couple little tiny goat trails and stuff, but I don't know. I, wow. I couldn't see it anywhere. Um, wow. Very cool ride out of there. Very cool <laughs> ride out of there. <laughs> um, if we were being followed, we, we, we don't know. We don't know if we were. We couldn't see. It, it was so muddy. Yeah. So we're like, oh, man, like, let's go back to the diner, sit. Like, wow, that was what a cool experience. We got to see the white security trucks. They're real. So we go into back to the alien. As we pull in, there's a there's now a white, like a Chevy Colorado parked out front. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, like, we, Joe, haha, security, haha, they came here, haha. Uh, we go inside, and the old lady's there, and she's like, oh, she was like very bright and chipper before, very friendly. And we came in, and she's like, oh, good, you guys made it there, you came back. And we're like, yep. She's like, good. She just like grabs her purse and her and her daughter just leave. Just like whoop, out the front door. We're like, oh, okay. Like, oh, that's weird. Oh. And then this guy comes out and maybe he works there, but he comes out and he's got like tactical pants on. He's got like bracelets. He's tattooed. He's got the like that like mercenary haircut, high and tight, slicked back. And you're like, we're kind of like, all right, this is kind of weird. And now in the kitchen is this other really big guy. Right, this other big guy, and he's standing there, cross-armed. Guy comes up, and he's like, "Well, what can I get you, fellas?" Right, and we're like, uh, "Okay, well, we're gonna order some food. We got the alien burgers. Um, it's a burger cut in half and then put on a hot dog bun. I'll spoil the surprise." <laughs> <laughs> That's what aliens eat. But <laughs> everybody knows that. So this guy right away is like super, like cold and not the friendliest person. So, like, we're sitting there talking about it, like, ah, oh, man, that was so fun. Like, what a good good experience. And Zell turns to me and goes, hey, man, like, I bet you see, like, a lot of stuff around here, eh? What kind of stuff do you see? And the guy goes, ah, around here, uh, we see all sorts of things. And then just <laughs> stops talking. And we're like, <laughs> okay, like, all right. like." And then this buddy in the kitchen is just standing, like, at the kitchen, just standing there, just, like, chilling just watching us and we're like oh like you could just feel the vibe in the room completely change right yeah so we eat our hot dog burgers again eh, may i go for something else so our friends show up now our friends who are going to go to come to the back gate we're, we tell them our experience and we're like oh you know like this and that and we're like you can go and they'll give you a map so our one friend goes up to the front counter he's like hey can i just buy one of the maps and he goes we don't sell any kind of maps here 
And so like, he kind of like, he looks back at me and he's like, oh, I thought you just said, and I'm like, I go up and literally right in front of where this guy is now saying they don't sell maps, I grab one of the maps and I'm like, it's right here. Like, here it is. <laughs> and like, he kind of gives me a weird look and I was like, oh, okay. And then we all kind of like slunk back to our seats. We're like, all right. And then we're like, we're going to get out of here. It's kind of weird. These guys are creeping us out. <laughs> so our friends are like, okay, we're going to go to the back gate. They went, and as they're getting up to the gate, not even just where they can see it, two vans come out, two white vans come out of the gate and block the road. Huh. So they can't they can't go. So they just stop, and they're like, ugh. Uh, take some pictures from way far back. Yeah. They turn around and say the vans follow them right out. Wow. So the whole time driving back, we're like, you know, the conspiracy theorists and us were like, do they have that alien bugged? Were they listening to us? So like, were those mercenaries that took over the restaurant there? Well, like after the ladies left, because I didn't see any pictures of those two guys up on the walls anywhere. And you know, all the rest of the families posted up. So I was like, there's only four trailers in the town of Rachel. Like it, it, this guy just was, it was very weird. Very <laughs> weird. Dan, what would like, give me your impression of, the, the whole trip. Like, how did it leave you feeling? I was pretty excited. I mean, we just got to see one of the coolest secretive places in all paranormal history. It's where it all kind of started. It was it was really neat to to go and see. I guess you just like it is a piece of history. You know, when you when you get out there, you feel I don't I'd like I didn't feel underwhelmed. It was pretty much like what I expected when you watch enough like, you know, alien documentaries uh, you like you've seen this kind of stuff you're like it's not gonna be that impressive we're still like uh we're still you know 100 miles or whatever from the base itself like you won't be able to see any airfields or anything like that um yeah. but you just see it and you see all the signs that say you know no photos uh, beyond this point uh no drone zone do not pass under penalty of military da 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 and yeah seeing the white truck was some that that really was something cool because those are like they're they're mythic like they're almost like a myth you know i didn't expect to see them and i really don't think we would have saw them if that group that uh tailed us in um i guess there's something that people do when they go to the gate i guess they call it like touch and run or something like that where like i guess if you touch the gate or you touch something on the gate that's what their signal for the the security forces to do something like they'll come out and so these guys i think parked next to it and i think i saw one of the guys like putting his hand out and either they were taking photos or video and he touched the sign he actually physically touched the gate and that's probably what set off the uh you know the uh, you know what summoned the the security forces uh (laughs) when they headed out because nobody i don't i'm like 90% 90% sure nobody was tailing us out, um, but we yeah. didn't really do anything. And um, those guys that actually, I, I'm pretty sure they had physically touched the gate, and that's the big thing where they just followed them out. And that probably is what set off the other guys, too. Um, but calling those guys, just seeing that van come out of almost nowhere uh, and yeah. just and just right up on those dudes, and they took off. It's just that was that was something else. <laughs> 
If you're into aliens, UFOs, and various other out there theories, check out the Alien Theorists Theorizing Podcast at alientheorists.com or look for their show wherever you get your podcasts. And if I'm not giving you enough Las Vegas content, hit up my good friend and fellow Vegas podcaster, Chris Kim, and check out the Faces and Aces Las Vegas podcast, which you can find at facesandaceslv.com and anywhere else you find podcasts. And that's a wrap for this episode of the show. As always, if you've got feedback on this episode, or any episode for that matter, or if you're looking for ideas on where to stay, where to eat, and what to see and do on your upcoming Las Vegas vacation, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Jeff Does Vegas, or you can email me directly at Jeff at WalkerNewMedia.com. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts so you'll be notified the instant a new episode is posted. Also, be sure to head over to JeffDoesVegas.com for past episodes and show notes. My name is Jeff, and this has been episode number 26 of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast, a Walker New Media production. Thank you.